0: Hello, everybody. Tom Ziegert here. Welcome to the sixth episode in the third season of my podcast, Theology, 21st Century, offering the religious outsider alternatives and practical understandings of God's relationship with us. Your experiences and thoughts would be a welcome addition to the discussion please post them as comments on Apple Podcast, or in my blog site, searching-for-god.com, and I will respond to you. Let's begin. Thanksgiving is a uniquely American experience celebrating the grace and hospitality of the Wampanoag Nation to the ill-equipped pilgrim settlers of Plymouth Colony in 1621. The Pilgrim's response to that hospitality is a blot on American foreign policy and a mockery of Christian values. So can a 21st century Christian American participate by celebration on this day? My answer is yes. It is the hospitality that is worth celebrating. The grace of the Wampanoags in welcoming the stranger is a tenant of our faith. While the Puritan's response was a sin against God and a cautionary tale about the danger of welcoming a stranger, the values of the Wampanoag is worth celebration. Welcome the stranger, but exhibit caution, lest you put yourself in danger. As the saying goes, trust, but verify. In fact, the Wampanoags contracted smallpox from the guests-turned-invaders. Had they maintained social distancing and not accepted blankets in return, who knows how America would have turned out. And besides, even though Thanksgiving is overshadowed by the invaders' genocidal deeds, Christianity is well known for co-opting celebration days. So, why not co-opt Thanksgiving? For instance, Christmas, the celebration of the birth of Christ, is a repurposing of the festival of Saturnalia. Easter, the celebration of the resurrection of Christ, is a repurposing of the spring equinox celebrating Ostara, goddess of spring. And All Saints Day, a day of remembrance of our dearly departed, repurposes Halloween, which is a cultural variation of the Central American Day of the Dead. When I was pastor of the Venice United Methodist Church, in collaboration with several organizations that shared our campus, we turned the remembrance of D-Day into a day of peace offering. The day's celebrations centered around a shaman from the remnants of the local tribe coming and accepting our apology for the way the land we occupied had been taken from his people. He then offered us a blessing to heal the land we occupied. It was our hope that by this small act we might begin the healing of the land and our own souls. So then why can't we repurpose Thanksgiving to celebrate the abundance of God's grace and hospitality? Of course we can. And we can still have turkey and stuffing and cranberry sauce. This year, however, will be necessarily different. In the midst of a pandemic, how do we do this celebrating? Hospitality this year takes on a whole new meaning. First, I'd like to make note of a few things. The Gospel of John reports Jesus having said, quote, no one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. End quote. This laying down has been assumed to mean, give up your life. That's not the meaning of the word back when it was used, though. A better translation in today's vernacular would be give, as in give your life, not give up your life. Live in service to your friends. Die for them if need be. But it's better to give and live on than to die and be done. I hope I'm making this clear here. In the spirit of this phrase, I recommend that the way to live and celebrate Thanksgiving this year is to do so in a way that protects your friends and family. To be clear, this means to stay at home and encourage them to do the same. The abundance of grace of God this year is that we have the means to celebrate in new ways. Zoom, for instance, has even extended their 40-minute online time for free users so we can use their format to reach out to others. God will not save you from yourself. If you choose to endanger your friends, and they collaborate with you in their own danger, all bets are off with God. You're just doomed. We have been given the hope of several vaccines that will be ready for production in the new year. We have all kinds of health recommendations like masks and social distancing. We have free testing for the virus. We have help with income and payroll protection. People from all across the spectrum of influence have been inspired to help, except for a corrupt few. These are gifts from the Holy Spirit of God. That verse of John's goes on to say, You did not choose me, but I chose you. It doesn't matter to God if you have faith in God. God has offered God's faith in you, There is a story you've probably heard. A fellow was stuck on his rooftop in a flood. He was praying to God for help. Soon a man in a rowboat came by, and the fellow shouted to the man on the roof, Jump in, I can save you. The stranded fellow shouted back, No, it's okay. I'm praying to God, and he is going to save me. So the rowboat went on. Then a motorboat came by. The fellow in the motorboat shouted, Jump in, I can save you. To this the stranded man said, No thanks, I'm praying to God and he is going to save me. I have faith. So the motorboat went on. Then a helicopter came by and the pilot shouted down, Grab this rope and I will lift you to safety. To this the stranded man replied, No thanks, I'm praying to God, and he is going to save me. I have faith. So the helicopter reluctantly flew away. Soon the water rose above the rooftop, and the man drowned. He went to heaven. He finally got his chance to discuss this whole situation with God, at which point he exclaimed, I had faith in you, but you didn't save me. You let me drown. I don't understand why. To this God replied, I sent you a rowboat and a motorboat and a helicopter. What more did you expect? We don't get to dictate to God how God helps us. God chooses. Our responsibility is to live up to the faith God has in us. It is not God's responsibility to live up to whatever genuine or misguided faith we put in God. This is humanity's great folly. To think we can control God by our beliefs. In part, I blame Santa Claus. As a small child, I was taught to believe in Santa. He knew when I was sleeping. He knew when I was awake. He knew when I was bad or good, so I should have been good for goodness' sake. Then one day... Santa was a fiction. I was encouraged to replace my faith in Santa with a new faith in God. But God is not Santa. That fantasy that was encouraged by all the adults around me was a lie. Was God then a fantasy I would one day outgrow? Was God a cultural fiction? Eventually, I would have to come to answer that question. This is a cautionary tale of supporting a fiction. I also blame this supported fiction as the opening mental corruption of half of our American population being unable to differentiate fact from fiction, reality from fantasy, and loyalty to a human being over loyalty to God. And too many of us believe in our entitlement without responsibility to our society and loyalty to our values and those who died to protect them. But I diverge. Just be responsible. Protect one another. Celebrate God's gifts, especially in the midst of this extremely dangerous time. Give up some freedom now so that we may live in greater freedom tomorrow and be at peace. Thanks be to God. Thank you for listening in today. I hope you send me your thoughts on today's topic through my blog site, www.searching-for-god.com or Apple Podcast. If you like these podcasts, you can leave a rating, a like, or a review there. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Overcast, you can subscribe, follow, and share my podcast with friends, or enemies, depending upon whether you like my podcast or not. Then they can come to you. My blog site will have supporting documentation, if not a transcript. If you're interested, please check that site. Again, it is www.searching-for-god.com Look for next week's podcast due out by Sunday, November 29th. I offer my gratitude for those and the instruments involved in the making of my podcasts. Road Microphones, Audacity Audio Editor, Buzzsprout, WordPress, Squadcast.fm, Premium Beat, and my gifted editor, Frank Barnes. May God continue to bless and keep you. Stay safe.